Healing starts with you. You have to choose that you want to actually thrive in your life. And that starts with investing in yourself. I offer a four-week commitment to start your healing journey. Yes, this is a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself, to the life that you want to see become a reality and to a healthier way of living. It includes private coaching sessions with me. It requires you to do weekly homework tailored specifically to what you are going through in your journey and also access to my nine-week online course. If you're feeling like you're stuck in something you can't get out of, this is the first step towards happiness. Sign up today on my website in the links below. Hi, you guys. Good to see you again. Excited for today's video. We're going to discuss triangulation and we're going to talk about this. And what I really specifically want to talk about, because we've I made a video previously on triangulation because I realized I'd never really talked about it and I don't really hear much about it in terms of narcissistic abuse and what triangulation actually is, or even just emotional abuse. Um, And so when we talk about triangulation, what I really want to talk about is not just how to spot it, but how to not get kind of entangled in this mess. If you're new to this topic and you don't know what triangulation actually is, it is a manipulative tactic that someone can use on two people. So obviously triangle, triangle, right? So we got three people involved. We have the abuser and then we have kind of like the two victims. And the abuser is doing certain things to pin two people against each other. So situations where triangulation can come up could be, for example, a parent pinning two siblings against each other or a sibling pinning two other siblings against each other or a friend pinning two other friends against each other. Uh, We could also have an abuser who uses this tactic who pins their ex-partner and their new partner against each other, which we tend to see that very, very often, especially when we're dealing with narcissistic abuse. If you've ever heard of narcissistic supply, that is basically where we can start to see triangulation, where we have a new form of supply, an old supply, unless you're dealing with like a straight discard where the abuser or the narcissist does not talk to you ever again and like completely ignores you. That's a different kind of scenario. But a lot of the times someone who is unhealthy or narcissistic will actually enjoy flaunting that relationship and enjoy kind of using this triangulation by spreading rumors or giving false information or flaunting their new supply in order to get a rise out of you. They'll do these kind of things to essentially control you and control the new form of supply because it they are essentially love bombing them. In order to stop triangulation from happening, number one, you have to be able to spot that it's actually happening. So if you are in kind of this battle with two other people, and there's three of you involved, and there's some drama going on in this situation, this relationship between all of you, I want you to kind of take a step back and see what's really going on here between the three of you. The point of triangulation is to not just get two people against each other, but this person, whether it's someone who's narcissistic or someone who just doesn't even know why they're doing what they're doing other than just like wanting to create some drama is doing it to have this tension between these people, these two people in front of them. They want to cause some confusion because they want to look like the knight in shining armor or they want to look like the best parent to one of them. And maybe the other person, they're actually just doing it to hurt them as a form of backlash. 
when you're trying to cause tension between two people and confusion and competition, why are we doing that? We're doing that because number one, I don't want you to, to get too close because then I'm not able to control you because then possibly one of you can see me for what I really am. And I don't want you to have any kind of influence over the other person so they don't see me in the way that they see me now, which is the way I want them to see me, which is the mask. They can see, they see past. Guys, we are running 50% off my high value bootcamp for the entire summer. This is such an amazing offer because I know what it's like to have to rebuild every area of your life and it can be extremely overwhelming, especially when you are trying to heal. In this course, we are going to dive into the basics of what it actually means to be a high value person, learn how to parent yourself, and we're gonna talk about standards, boundaries, and self-worth because let's be honest, if we don't have those three things, then all areas of your life are going to suffer. And then of course, we're gonna get into the specifics in terms of your social life, friendships, career, money, love, and dating. So check out the links below for all of the information all of the things that you see the healthy person and i don't want that so i don't want you guys too close i don't want you sharing information on your side and what happened between me and you and i don't want you sharing what happened between me and you because then i'm going to become exposed so usually the two people that are in front of the abuser there is one person that can see things a little clearer and there is one person that cannot see it clearly at all and so the tension comes into play when I want to get, as the abuser, I want to get what I want out of this situation. And I can't do that if you two are somewhat of a team or somewhat close. Once you can spot that this is actually happening, you may not be in a position where you're just going to have a conversation with the other person that they're trying to, not the abuser, the other person and say, hey, look, this is what I think is going on. I think this person is creating drama between the two of us. Depending on the situation and the, and the relationship between these three people, you may not be able to do that. Let's use the example of the new supply. You think you're going to call up the new supply, the new partner that is now dating the abuser. Maybe it's your ex-husband. Maybe it's your ex-wife. Maybe it's your ex-girlfriend or whatever. Or maybe not. Maybe it's an old, uh, an ex-friend that you're no longer friends with. You think you're going to have a conversation with this new person and expose this abuser and that they're going to number one, believe you, or number two, you're not going to get then significant backlash and heartache from the abuser once they find out what you're doing. I think the biggest thing with this is not about exposing what's going on, but it's about you knowing what's going on so you can control your emotional state when it is actually happening. One of the things that's huge when you learn about like emotional abuse and narcissistic abuse, when you are in toxic relationships or unhealthy things that are going on between people, or whether it's you and someone else or you and a, and a bunch of people, it doesn't matter. When you learn about this stuff, the one thing that you will start practicing very often is boundaries. Boundaries are going to be huge in anything that we talk about because boundaries are what? They are your standards. They're the things that you will and will not tolerate. And if you don't know when a boundary has been violated, so then like you don't know that you're in this like triangulation, you don't know that this person's causing tension, 
all you're doing between you and this other person, all you're actually doing is feeding into it. You're getting angry. You're getting erratic. You're fighting back. So you're doing all the wrong things to actually be healthy because you're unaware and you're just letting your emotional state kind of take over. If that happens, then you're being controlled. You're actually being controlled by the abuser. And with education, it allows you and you learning about these things, you can do something different than just always emotionally being controlled by another person and having more self-control over how you think and what you feel and managing those feelings doesn't mean that when something uncomfortable happens that you're not going to feel frustrated, angry, sad, whatever. You're going to because you're a human. But it is about when you get frustrated because this person's doing this, not to react to them, but to learn how to deal with how you feel on your own on the side for you to verbally communicate your boundaries, for you to learn how to enforce your boundaries. I think one of the first courses that I ever created was like this mini course and it was all about boundaries because I realized so many people didn't know when they didn't even know their boundaries, which means their standards. They didn't know when they were being violated. They didn't also know how to communicate with other people because they were feared confrontation. They, once they kind of got used to confrontation and verbally communicating with another person, then the struggle became, well, what do I do to enforce the boundary? Now, what do I do there? And being consistent with yourself when you're around this person. There's so many like layers to that. If you have never practiced any of those things, you're definitely not going to get all of them down right off the bat. It's just not going to happen. So learning how to do one thing at a time is really important. And that's what this person's actually trying to teach you. They're not trying to just give you a ton of pain. They're trying to teach you more about yourself and how you need to grow and get better. Unfortunately, we just learn how to grow and get better through a little bit of pain. You want to really, and this is kind of like the next thing, is I want you to learn how to stay calm and stay a little rational when you're dealing with someone that is unhealthy or toxic because I want you to have more control over yourself that you're not constantly reacting to people and what they're doing and what they're saying. And you know how to kind of manage your own self when you are having interactions with people. And when the interactions are uncomfortable, it's a really big part of taking care of yourself is your ability to be more in control over how you feel right there. That is a skill in itself and that requires practice. So I always tell people, like, if you have to deal with someone who is unhealthy or toxic, whether it's at work, whether it's an ex in your co-parenting, whether it's someone you work with, whatever it is, right? Someone in your family, don't just go, I don't want to say go no contact, because obviously if you need to go no contact, by all means do it. But don't avoid situations because this is your time to actually practice this stuff. And the more you do it, you will get better and better at it. And then you're more likely to not just be able to handle this person, but even in the future when you meet other people, because if it's not this person that's trying to cause drama or tension or abuse you or whatever, get a rise out of you, it's going to be someone else. Unfortunately, the people are, unfortunately, the world is just filled with unhealthy people. And this is really just about you and learning how to take care of yourself. So you wanna do things like avoid getting defensive. You wanna learn, I've done so many 
videos on social media or, and if you're not following me, you can click down below. All the social media accounts are linked down there, whether it's TikTok or Facebook or um, IG, but responding and not reacting, again, huge topic. I would say one of the, the two biggest things that I have talked about for years are boundaries and responding, not reacting. Those are probably the two biggest things that I myself had to learn how to do when I was dealing with unhealthy people, when I was trying to co-parent, when I was trying to deal with family or whatever situation is how to have more self-control over myself when I'm put into situations that make me feel uncomfortable. That's basically what you're trying to do. Now I know none of these things are always like the easiest to do. I know when people sometimes watch my videos and they'll comment down the below and they'll say, well, you know, easier said than done, 100%. But this is about educating yourself and then practicing one thing at a time. If you can practice one thing at a time and don't expect to, okay, I'm just gonna be amazing at this every single time and I'm gonna know exactly what to do. No, but it is about starting to be more self-aware when you are in situations to do something different than you have done before. That's what we're trying to do. The more you do that, then yeah, you will get really good at it. You will know how to control yourself in these situations. You will, you will be able to spot triangulation. You will be able to spot when someone's trying to kind of trigger you and get a rise out of you. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this video. I look forward to making the next one. If you have any kind of suggestions also, I love reading them. Don't forget to add those down below of topics that I can cover for you, but I will see you in my next video. Thanks guys.